We just out here skating, you know, every day we do so. Let's fucking sir! Let's go! We in this bitch. I really didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is modern day hippie shit. And we're live. In direct, in full effect. My bad. Oh god. Hey. Nigga, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I've been getting buffed. Hey, that's you know what? The first thing I want to talk about after the introduction is sleep, bro. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of MDH TV. You feel me? Um, AC1. That's Dre right there, and that's little Bo Jackson. Yeah, Bo Jackson. Yeah, that's little Bo Jackson. You feel me with him? Um, just so y'all know, we did a pod last week, finished the whole thing and everything after like two hours, and then like that shit just didn't save. So that's why we didn't post one last week. But we keeping our word as far as like doing these every week and getting them out at least once a week. So um, yeah, you know, it is last month of April right now, or first month of May, maybe. Um, so yeah, oh yeah, first day of May. So like we almost halfway through the year, believe it or not, which is crazy to think about it. Um, you know, we can get started by, you know, just, just how you been, man? What, what you been up to? Traylicious. Man, you know, I've been, uh, pretty good. And, uh, I told you what I wanted to talk about first, which y'all probably heard, but man, you know, I didn't realize how important this shit was until I'd say probably like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Uh, and I've just been going to sleep like not not early, early. You know, I'm still, I'm still going at like 10 or 11, but I'm just trying to prioritize getting eight, at least seven and a half hours of sleep. Eight is what I shoot for. But, you know, some things happen, you know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm shooting for seven and a half every single night. And. I cannot say, like, I haven't felt any better than this, it, it, like, ever in my life. Like I, like I said today, like, you know what I'm saying? I was, I, I went outside, I woke up this morning, you know what I'm saying, studied right when I woke up, studied my little Japanese, went to go run five miles, came back, you know what I'm saying? I was still alive. I was still, like, I ain't going to say what, we, what I did, you know what <laughs> I ain't gonna say what I did, but I was still alive. You know what I'm saying? And it, I haven't felt like that in a while. But yeah, how have you been? You know, I, I've I've been um pretty good. You know, just getting that money, um, working, moving boxes and shit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's cool. Like the job's cool. I just like like the feeling of like saving money. Like you know, this this is for uh, you know, so so you can really do the MDA shit. But um, yeah. you know. It's been good. My sleep schedule is like totally out of whack now. Like I sleep from like I'll usually go to fall asleep from like 
four, five-ish in the afternoon till like nine. Mm-hmm. And then wake up and then go back to sleep from like 11 to like two or three. Because mm-hmm. I work like early in the morning. But like, it's cool. I like my job. It's chill. Yeah. Um, It's like just good and refreshing to be around normal, regular people again. You know, it kind of gives me hope for the world, to be honest. And it's just like, it like it's also a refresher. It's like sad because you realize like, damn, all these crazy people I'm around at college are the exact motherfuckers who become these lawyers, these judges, these police officers, these politicians. Like, damn, like you can just see like the seeds of the terrible future already being like planted and grown. You feel me? But um, seriously though, like a lot yeah. of those, like look at uh. Kavanaugh, you know who Judge Kavanaugh is? He was a uh, he was like I think a Supreme Court ju- judge or some some shit. He was high up, and he uh I guess they had pulled pictures from him, like when he was in college, and he was like I don't know if he touched the girl inappropriately or or something. He like supposedly raped the girl, and I'm like that like since I'm in college, like that's not surprising at all because the shit that these niggas do up here in college. And, and like you said, these are the future, like, politicians, future, you know, not police officers. The same niggas getting drunk five exactly. times a week. And then, and then those are the same people that are going to be, like, the politicians. So, like, yeah, it, it's crazy. Because, like, and, and that's why, like, another reason why the whole frat thing is is as popular as it is. Because from what I heard, the frat, a lot of the frat shit is, like, to, you know, Actually, I ain't even gonna speak on it. I ain't gonna speak on it because I don't know and I don't wanna, you know. Oh no, no. Actually, I'm kind of glad that you brought the frat up because that's exactly like what I was about to segue into. But oh, okay. um, so we like, you know, at the beginning, yeah. you're good. But um yeah, like Ooh, that's I want to be the frat culture. What the jacket? Yeah, that shit hard. It looks it's the only thing that sucks, it don't got like a front. That shit sucks, bro. Cause I be trying to put my hands in there when it's cold, and it's just like, nigga. But um, yeah. Um, so the thing about frats, people join frats and Greek societies and shit. One, and they'll say, um, all right, all right, for a couple reasons. The biggest reasons is probably for the fun aspect. Let's all be honest. Yeah. It's not because y'all want to build connections and shit. Like, yeah, that's there too, but. The biggest reason is y'all just want to party and shit. But I don't now, blame y'all. It's so real. I don't blame yeah, y'all. Yeah, I don't blame y'all either. Do your shit. Like, it's the time to do it. So exactly. Now, um, probably about 5 to 10% of the people in these sororities or whatever, frats, is actually there to build connections. Because this is, like, what I wanted to talk about. I never realized, like, how prevalent these secret societies and like these Greek whatever fraternities and shit were in society. And like, like literally damn near every like valedictorian picture person I see, it's like they got some Greek letters on their shit. And like, um, there was this like girl, she there was a post on Facebook and she was like a senior. She got a uh, accepted into some school and she was like about to join some sorority and I guess like the sorority people was like already like yeah you're gonna get in or whatever so she like posted a picture like happy and shit not in like the clothes but she was like doing a sign or whatever 
and they like tripped out on her and like they was like basically now she blackballed because like you're not supposed to do that before you end the sorority but I'm like one how is she supposed to know that shit because I didn't know anything about like frats and sororities or none of that until I got to college mm-hmm. in like my second year but um yeah like I just want to talk about like bro it's kind of crazy like we always talk about how people like following the crowd and like just being like everybody else and I didn't realize like I mean I kind of knew but I didn't really realize like how much frat culture and like just that demonic energy that comes with it is a part of that crowd you know because I'm like I'm looking at all these people we grew up with that being like they joining frats and shit and I'm just like bro like where did I change and I didn't think this shit was cool like I thought we all went to the same school I thought we was like all alike and now y'all are doing totally opposite shit so do you think college changed them or do you think like we changed I think I definitely changed because when I first got here you know, I was going to a party. I'm not going to say, like, every weekend, but, like, you know what I'm saying? I was trying to get out there. But over time, I realized, the like, how repetitive it felt. You know, it's just the same thing. Like, it, it, it literally, this is, this is what it is. Like, if you want to go to a party or whatever, it's like, you get dressed up. You talk, you meet up with your friends. Like, bro, it's going to be hella bad bitches. I'm going to get hella bad bitches. You get there. You drink okay. a little. You get exactly you get drunk. Don't no bitches be trying to fuck with you. Cause honestly, like <laughs> bitches be going, but like they don't be going like that, like that. Especially if you're just a normal nigga. So like you go up there, you don't get no bitches. Then you end up after you leave the party, you're like, damn, okay, I'm gonna try to hit up some bitches and see if I can come over or something. Cause I gotta get something. You may get something, but it's still bottom, it's still like your last probably one. not. Exactly. So then you just go back home, and then now you're just fucking drunk, yeah, you me. lonely. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it really became like, I mean, I don't know. It just became like repetitive, and it's like, yeah, for real. And I started to really see like the, because you know, I don't know why, but like when I'm in a space, when I get like when I drink a little bit, I get to this point where like I feel like I'm better than. Not better than everybody, but I feel like I have to be better than everybody, like in the future. So I started looking around at people. I'm like, God, like it's bitches over here twerking. It's bitches over here like doing all this. And it just like, it just feels like, I just feel the negativity in the room. And like, I feel like the depression almost. Not the depression, but you feel like just like this negative aura in the party Mm. area. And once I started feeling that, I was just like, you know, like, it's just so many, it's just so much better way. Because, like, me personally, I'm going to just be completely real with you. Like, I'm not going to a party to dance. I'm not going to a party to talk to a hell of people. I'm going there to fuck. Like, to be so real. Like, I'm going there to get bitches. And I'm just like, mm, and, I'm and it's like, I can get, I can fuck more bitches without going to a party than going to a party. You feel me? Like, I've had. It's kind of hard to fuck bitches at a party to exactly. me. And I have plenty of girls, I've had plenty of girls call me and just be, or text me like, I'm gonna go to a party. You trying to see me after? And then you just go see him after. You, ain't even, you can skip the whole party bullshit. That's facts, that's facts. So like, to me, it really just like, okay, like, you know, I'm getting vagina, or I'm, you know, talking, to, not me anymore, but like, 
I was at a point where like, okay, I can talk to a girl. I don't have to go to the party for it. So what the fuck? What's the point of me getting drunk? You know, faking it for all these motherfuckers, and then, you know, what I'm saying, if I can still get it while still enjoying myself at at my crib. So real, yeah. And like the part where you was talking about like it's so repetitive. That's so facts. Like now that I'm working, like I got. Well, I usually like pick up a, like an extra shift. Like I'm going in tomorrow just for an extra shift, but um, so I work six days a week, and like my off day, like I'd be like, all right, I can either chill or go to a party, and nigga, I'm gonna choose just chilling each time because this is my only off day. Yeah, I'm like, do I really want to spend my time, my only off day time? <clears throat> fucking standing around in a sweaty ass room full of people exactly i'm not probably probably not about to get no bitch there i'm probably gonna drink because i gotta be drunk at the party because everybody else drunk so that's the thing to do yeah but to to me like in just my humble opinion like i rather if i'm gonna drink which i don't drink a lot like that's not my thing really but like if i am gonna drink I'd rather it be around like a people, a group of people I know, than it to just be at a party. Because like, if you get drunk at a party, or you get drunk just like in an event, like you can do some stupid ass shit for no fucking reason. But like, if you're around a group of people you know, you might do stupid shit. But it's people you know, and like, hopefully they don't let you do it. But like, like I be telling, I remember this one time I went out with David, and like, somehow the party ended up with people from Valley, like hella people from Valley. And like, really? not hella people, yeah, in Reno. Not hella people from Valley. But <laughs> it was like five or six of us, right? And like, you know, we were drinking a little bit and then uh, like it ended up just being us six and we were just talking about like Valley days and shit like that. And to me personally, that was a lot more fun than me getting drunk and like, well, I'm, I can't really say I've been like super drunk at a party before, but like that, it's way I've never even drunk alcohol. What are you talking about? Huh? You've never drunk alcohol. No, nah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> he be drinking like he be drinking sparkling water, y'all. Yeah. I mean, bro, yeah, I do. Shit. <laughs> I do. I know actually I don't really like I don't really like alcohol to be honest. That shit tastes so nasty. And then, but if you get a mixed drink, that shit'll fuck you up because you drink it like you, like you drink it like it's just a regular drink. That shit like, good sometimes. Yeah, exactly. You'd be too good. And then you get to your second on your second. You just be hugging them. <laughs> yeah, and I'll be like, yeah, bro. Or even those like uh, those twisted those lemonades or the twisted tea, and it just tastes hella good. And I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I can't, I can't do it. Cause I'll, I'll end up drinking the fucking three of them back to back. You had said something earlier about like, um, fucking, it was like along the lines of, um, people at the party, like they have like a negative space almost. Right. I want to ask you, like, I know like ever since my name, the zoom minutes are only 40 minutes for people, two people now. That's crazy. But, um, I, fuck, what was I about to say? You said it, it uh, since your thing. You, you were asking me about uh, how there's a negative aura. In oh, the- yeah. 
so like since my like spiritual awakening and shit i've like kind of like it's been harder and harder to live in the moment like i'm always thinking about some other shit whether it's the past whether it's the future whether it's like you know i'm just like damn near constantly overthinking or some shit me too nigga that's wild yeah so like I forgot, like, exactly what I was going to say. But do you think, like, oh, yeah, you said, like, them people, like, they should be doing that. They living in the moment. Like, do you kind of miss that? Like, I mean, I don't know how much you'd be overthinking, but I'd be overthinking, like, hella. It's like, I almost, like, it's like I damn near live more in my head and exist more in my head and my own thoughts than I do actually in the world. And it's like. You feel me? You can be talking to me, but I'm I'm having a whole conversation with myself. And sometimes, like, you know, it'll be like shit, like, um, like it'll be me practicing like my Grammy speech or something, or like practicing like an intro to a video or 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 the moves I'm gonna do in a music video or some shit. So it'll be like shit, like I'm dreaming about, but like to me, that's like damn near more dangerous than living in the moment yeah i think you know i i damn near i think this was like two three days ago you know i was having a rough day and uh i had went to go run that night and uh i was still having a rough day throughout the whole like throughout the run but the run was good though but when i got back and laid down like i damn near thought i was schizophrenic for a second because i was like bro it's so many voices not voices but there's just so much shit going on in my head, like, all the time, it feels like, that, like, it's kind of scary, almost, like, a little bit. And I was, like, and I was thinking, and I honestly, you know, it's, cool. like, I want to say, I, I like, I want to live in the present just because it seems more fun and it seems like, it. I mean, in some, it, it seems like it has a lot of pros to it, but, like, it, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of times I'm always thinking of what's going to happen or like whatever. And I think a lot of it is just because of like where we come from and like the like the the situations that we were put, like grown that we grew up in. And, and because, you know, like I don't know if it's genetic, but like my mom has anxiety, my sister has anxiety. So it could be that. But also just like the high stress situations that we've been put in as like kids and it forces us to, you know, kind of be on your toes 24 seven or like yeah. not, not be on your toes, but to be like, you always have, have your guard up. Yeah. Like I'm like, people be walking down the street out here or like driving or whatever. And they don't give a fuck. And I'll be like, nigga, I'll be scared. And I'm like, I'm one of the toughest niggas in this like in here you know what i'm saying as far as we were to just have like a self-defense battle but like i'll be running and i'll be scared as fuck but i'll be like it's people oh, really out here that really could just do to do to do so but it's like for them it is very it's like they can live in the moment and they could you know enjoy that but they're not prepared necessarily or in theory but on my case i am prepared in theory but you know what I'm saying? I'm not necessarily enjoying it. And that's why I like running so much because it literally puts you in that space to where it's just you and your mind just going back and forth because you know your body. I mean, like once you reach a level of like fitness and shape, 
you know your body can do it. Like you know your body can run a mile. But it just becomes can you can you overcome the negative side with the positive side of your brain? And it and I don't know, I feel like it's been like helping me a lot with being able to control my thoughts and like control the like the frequency in which they come. So it's not just all like like it's raining down on me. You feel me? If that makes sense. No, nah, it definitely makes sense. I remember I was like in a space like that. That's why I need to get out this area. But this shit just toxic. I should have known this area was toxic. Like as soon as I came here, I saw they had a Freemason like temple right on the bridge, bro. That's crazy. They got one out here too, right on the bridge. Well, not on the bridge, but it's a building right next to the river. And then the yeah, river. but it was right crazy. next to the river. That's crazy. And literally, literally, my dad and and Tomarco Senior are like, man, these niggas just outside with they shit. That's bro, crazy. Yeah, bro. Right. I was like, and they just got it renovated and shit. I was like, you feel me? But I mean. Yeah. No, no, no. What you said had, had a lot of truth, though. A lot of truth. Um, let, let's get into some of these these topics, though. You know, we, I, let's just get on this one first, because it was going to be a pretty quick one. Mm-hmm. Um, see, the Nets got swept? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <bro. laughs> Who so, did get Follow sports. I've been, like, following sports a little more lately. Mm-hmm. But, um... So at the beginning of like this NBA season, the Lakers and Nets was like favored to win the, the finals, right? The Lakers, they got Davis back, LeBron, uh, Carmelo, Westbrook, Westbrook, Dwight, DeAndre, Jordan. They got like, Dwight Howard? Yeah, yeah, super. Yeah. Nets had Kyrie, James Harden, uh, KD. Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. Uh, and a, uh, uh, Seth, Seth Curry. Nah, he wasn't on there yet. But um, so basically, both these niggas didn't win not one playoff game. The Nets got swept. And they made the playoffs. Who they lose to? The Celtics. And and the Lakers didn't even make the playoffs. Now, I mean, in their defense, the Lakers was like hurt all season, and. You know, cause they old as fuck, and uh, <laughs> and the late like they got Carmelo on there. That nigga like seventy, and the uh, Nets like this nigga Kyrie was playing during Ramadan, so like every game he wouldn't eat until like midway through the first quarter. So he'd yeah, be but, starving. You know what? I don't know if I respect that shit, cause this it's like a lot of niggas in the UFC who go through a whole training camp with Ramadan or through Ramadan and go out and fight on, like... But that was his first time doing, like, even uh, okay. observing Ramadan. Okay, that's different. Yeah. I was about to say, bro, do you, I don't know, bro. You cannot eat and still, you know what I'm saying, not lose, not get swept. Like... Yeah, that's facts. But, yeah, I just want to bring that up because, you know, them niggas weak. Is but, Jay-Z oh, still the owner? Who? Of the Nets? I'm gonna look it up real quick. Oh, Jay Z a goat. But um, you see, Elon Musk bought Twitter. Yeah, that's, Bro, that's people are kids too. 
Yeah, uh, that one dude on the uh, CNN seltzer. Oh no, he sold it to uh, to a nigga. Bro, Sean King deleted his Twitter. I was like, why? Like, I do. This nigga's not even like a politician. Like, he's just a random nigga. Like, not a random nigga, obviously, but he's like just a CEO. A nigga. Like, yeah, just a nigga with money. And he really doesn't have pull over anything. Like, as far as politics go and the Constitution, like, it's not like he could like change a law or anything. Like, he's literally just. Yeah, he has Twitter, nigga. Like, that's a social media app, and niggas are freaking. But shit, like, but Twitter is like the new fucking newspaper. He got, he damn near has control over the press nowadays. Yeah. All right. So for those of y'all who don't know, he bought that shit for like fifty-two billion or some shit. Yeah. And um, ever since he bought it, he's been going crazy on it. Well, like by crazy, we mean like regular people crazy, not not like our crazy. Because like when we be talking about crazy, it be like some real like life crazy shit because like we just seen so much crazy shit back in vegas but like well i've I've noticed when other people talk about crazy shit it's just like you know some shit that might not like happen every day but like it's not that insane but um yeah uh fuck what was we talking about where was i at i forgot uh uh elon musk oh yeah yeah elon musk bro yeah he's just been like uh tweeting like these memes and shit like basically just mocking people and they've been getting pissed like as hell um but like i bring this like story up because a lot of people they were saying like oh twitter costs 54 billion the it costs um 52 billion to end world hunger yeah 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 and they was basically like getting mad at elon musk for how he chose to spend his money. Like he not he already helping niggas. He's already helping niggas, but I guess that's not enough. Like this young I mean, feel about that. Huh? Um, I mean, I feel like I feel like Elon Musk is already a target for like the people on the left. So like I feel like now that he did like he actually because it's one thing to just be talking about it. Like it's one thing to be like, oh yeah, like Trump is cool or whatever, but like to actually like put his money where his mouth is, I think, I think that's first of all very, you know, almost like inspiring because, you know, what I'm saying like he was talking shit about it. He was like, okay, I'm gonna just buy this shit. I'm gonna just buy Twitter. Oh like God. that's crazy if you think about it. But yeah, I think I think I think him doing that though, I think that's really cool because he is a uh, a supporter of the first the first amendment. So I feel like there isn't going to be as much censoring as there was on Twitter for like things that are contradictory towards like the left narrative or I'm not even gonna say the left narrative, but to whoever was funding the narrative of Twitter. So yeah. I think it's going to be very like interesting to see what happens in uh, Donald Trump, the people who like, I mean, the person who people were most worried about coming back, he was like, I'm not coming back. Like, because he has his own network. Yeah, yeah, he has the true shit. Yeah, so, I mean, like, honestly, I don't even you know. think he will come back? I don't think he. No, nah, I don't think so. I mean, maybe, but, like, he's a businessman. He's a businessman, you know what I'm saying? Like, he has his own network. He's like, why would I come back? Yeah, that's facts. Yeah, that's facts. Do you think Twitter stock is going to go up or down? 
No, t- Elon Musk owns it. I think it's going to go up. Like, I feel like... I feel like more people are going to come back to Twitter. Yeah. Like, because, like, Twitter was literally deleting niggas. Like, blocking niggas from ever posting again, which is crazy. Like, you think you're going to let Alex Jones back on? Uh, Maybe, but I don't think they like each other, to be honest. But I don't think Elon really care about Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, if he if he's really cool as fuck, then he will. But, like, if not – okay, let me ask you this. How do you feel about the – like, do you feel like there should be a a barrier on, like, information or, like – do you feel like it should be gatekept at least a little? Because if not, like, people can just spread anything. No. You don't think there should? I mean, like, nah, because as soon as, like, you <laughs> – as soon as you push, as soon as you put that uh, line down, it's always going to keep getting put. <laughs> so, like, in in a perfect world in three, yeah, yeah, maybe there should be, there could be, but you can't have it in this evil world we live in because you can't trust people. People are only motivated by, you know, selfish, negative self-interest. So, like, you can't really trust people who especially strive for power to do the right thing. So I think you have to have all information just widely available and people just got to, you know, use their discernment. Let me ask you this Machiavellian question. So. Wait, 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 wait. Are you about to like leave the Twitter topic? Uh, It, it relates to like power. All right. I mean, and this I'll just, like. Yeah, I'll this just wait. Yeah, so let's wait. But I got like this one more thing on the Twitter topic mm-hmm. I want to ask you about. Um, so basically, Bloomberg. If y'all know what Bloomberg is, that's like a big news source, um, news station or whatever. And they came out with an article, big, big bold newsletter. I mean, headline it says Elon Musk is Musk. Twitter is a scary place for many black users. So it's just as it's just assuming that now that Elon Musk, who who is he from Africa? I mean, he a colonizer, but he from Africa though. Um, they just assuming that black people are gonna be scared of Twitter now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just it's like it's so crazy how so many other people like can speak for like the black population and people trust it because like there's a lot of white people so like if trump's i mean i don't know it's the same way for like a lot of people with trump too because like people look at what trump says and they'll be like that's how all white people feel which is weird but like for black people i feel like there's only like a few speakers that people actually pay attention to and people take like They'll take the they'll think that the whole black community feels one way just because Sean King said something. Or just because well, he's not even black. Exact or just because some nigga on the New York Times says something. And it's like it's crazy how it's just like not a rep a, a lot of representation for black people. And I feel like that's why a lot of white people still look at black or there's still so much like tension between black and white people because there's no there's no black person really at the top besides maybe Kanye who's saying like but I don't know, maybe Kanye, but like people don't really take what Kanye says seriously. So he doesn't necessarily count. But like there's not a lot of black people that are like black people, white people can work together and we're equal. It's it's really only like the Sean Kings, 
the niggas that are on CNN saying like black people are oppressed, yada, 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 white people are this or that. So it, it gives white people this narrative that black people feel weaker than white people automatically. And that's why when we go to these colleges or we go to like these white neighborhoods, they're not, they're so racist unintentionally just because they feel like we feel like how Sean King feels. I don't feel like how that nigga feels. He feels how he feels. You know what I mean? So that's why, like, that's why that article is so damaging to both white people and black people because, like, I haven't heard one nigga say that. Not one nigga has said, oh, I'm scared because Elon Musk. Bro, I, I saw black, I ain't gonna lie. When the news came out, black Twitter was jumping, bro. The niggas <laughs> had memes for hours, bro. They was coming up with new memes every single minute bro and you know that's what twitter is like really all about it's like just some funny shit so like i don't see like one first off we gotta live being black in america i don't i don't think no nigga is gonna be more scared of a fucking twitter screen than he is just walking outside being a nigga you feel me oh god that's, that's crazy to me <laughs> that's, that's crazy. so yeah, that I'll just leave it at that. But you know that that's just crazy. But you know, real quick, we about to you know have a quick commercial break, and we'll see y'all after. All right, what's good, y'all? We back from commercial number one. But um, yo, did I tell you I went skating with the one dude from my job? All right, so for those of y'all who don't know, there's this dude at my job. He owns like this small uh, skateboarding company and they like have their own little like flow or pro team or something and they're filming a part right now and like I went out and skated with them and shit and we went to this cool ass spot like some shit I've never been to before I took my camera because I was gonna vlog and shit died but um I got like these clips so if y'all on YouTube you can see it Is that a tree? Yeah. That's kind of tight. Um, I got this. That shit looks scary. Okay. Yeah, but it was just like fun because like, you know, these had a little like, it was, it felt like a real life skate set. like, because we went to two different spots uh -huh. looking for spots and shit. I was like, hey, this shit was fun as fuck. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah you know. Not bad. What what did you want to ask? What was the question you wanted to ask? Oh, so uh this is dude named uh Machiavelli. I don't know if it's Machiavelli or Machiavelli or Machiavelli, but basically he wrote this book on like how to obtain power <clears throat> for like nice people. I don't know if it was like for nice people or just for regular. Is it called power? No, I forgot. Laws of power, 48 laws of power. I don't think it's, it might be that, but I'm not sure. But basically he wrote this book. No, nah, I think it's, it might be called The Prince or something. I don't know. But he wrote this book. And it's basically like, like I said, his guideline to power. But what he says is, so there's like three, there's like two things that I like remember from it thoroughly, which was if he said love no, he said fear is more powerful than love. So if you want your subordinates to be loyal, it's better oh, yeah. to have them fear you than to love you. And then the second one was, 
And the second one was uh like if like if you have to fake it, then fa- like be nice to people that that can give you something that can like give you an opportunity or something. And for others, like who gives a fuck? So like how do you feel about because like those are ve- those two things are very contradictory to like being like a righteous, you know what I'm saying, like stand-up dude. But it's almost like that kind of like trade. Do you feel like you, first of all, first question, do you feel like you have to have that trade-off in order to be successful in the society we live in today? And secondly, is it worth, it, it, is that or <clears throat> the first one true? Like is, pow, is, is fear more powerful than love as far as like, running a, a, a running a nation or running like a group of people like would you rather have your friends fear you or love you i thought that was the first question no nah, the first question is the trade-off oh, oh, right? and yeah um i'm glad you asked that y'all um for those of y'all listening we about to get into a real good conversation because lately like i've been like talking to people like it's like really talking to myself a lot and like and you know I bring like I remember I bring this up on the pod for the first time probably like a year year and a half ago when I brought up this idea I had about um us existing on a hell planet as humans and like to that like these last couple of days I've been thinking I was like you know what is the nature of good and evil what is the nature of right and wrong? Like, what is good and bad? Is there such thing, you know? And this is a shit I've questioned before, but I've, like, really been trying to think about it. Because, like, good and evil is best based off of perception and shit. So, like, somebody, and I was thinking about it, like, somebody could be doing you dirty as fuck, and you think they're doing you dirty, and, like, everything they do, you can clearly see how it's, like, some dirty shit. But, like, in their eyes, it's, like, you know, totally fine. It's totally cool. And I was watching this one show. Have you watched – do you watch the Ozarks? Or do you not give a fuck? All right. So I was watching this one show called the Ozarks. The season, like, finale and shit just came out. And, like, at the end, like – all right, this is a spoiler alert for anybody that's watching that shit. So, like, skip, like, 30 seconds ahead. But at the end, um, bro, like – so basically the whole story is about like this rich family who lives in Chicago. They moved down to like this like middle of nowhere, broke town, and they start oh well, they were already laundering money for the um Mexican cartel, but the dude's partner was like basically robbing them, like taking more than he should have to like the cartel got mad and killed the nigga and made the other nigga go down there. And basically, like, the whole show, he's meeting, like, all these local people and they're helping him out and shit. But he ends up, like, just them being around him and, and his shit get them killed or, like, people around him killed. And at the last episode, there's, like, this one girl, her whole family. Bro, like, literally, like, she had, like, two uncles, a little cousin, and a dad when the season started all of them niggas got murdered by the by the last episode and she ended up getting murdered and like at the end like the people who get to survive is like the bad people like 
the people who everybody damn near wanted to die and like the last um thing like the last line in the show it was like this this like private investigator he's like nah you don't get to win because he has some evidence to like basically send him to jail for a while and he's like you don't get to win nah you don't get to win you don't um that's not how the world works and there was like since when doesn't it work like that and like the son like this little innocent ass kid just shoots like this private investigator and um it just made me think and I was like damn like that's like really how the world works like you look at all these powerful people all these rich people they usually like have either stepped over or stepped on people to get where they're at or or just in like the grand scheme of things like look at big big companies for instance they like abuse and use like the smaller man poor and people who can't fend for themselves they fuck up their land fuck up their water fuck up their fuck up all they shit to get to their objective because this is the thing like after that family went through all that shit they was like the the next um like clinton family like that's how the, how big of a family was and it made me think i'm like damn like this is how dirty and how grimy and slimy all these like big wealthy families are in america damn near and i'm like to answer your question my bad i was like hello long side note the first part is it worth the trade-off that's ultimately up for you to decide you know like i feel like you know depending on your answer like you gotta believe in some sort of afterlife damn near can you okay let me ask you this can can you forgive somebody for that like me, let's yeah. just no okay, let me ask you something so you know how we like we fuck with jay-z now you know what i'm saying but there's a time where we believe that there's that these allegations of him you know being a part of this like child pedophile ring is true if that is true, let's just say it's true. You know what I'm saying? He's did everything. But you look at what he's done for Black people. Do you feel like, can you forgive him for that? Yes, you forgive him, but you still got to do what's done, what needs to be done. You feel me? Like, the thing about society, the only way it works, and this is why it's not working, is nobody is above anybody else for any fucking reason you feel me so like you can have made the like at the end of the day this nigga all he did was make fucking music like yeah he inspired people yeah but like it's not like this nigga is literally advancing the actual world to a point where he's needed he's necessary his life is necessary to the survival of humanity he's making music you feel me so niggas just gonna have to live without any more fucking jay-z albums if it happens to be true so like but yeah like the first question but like do i can i forgive him absolutely i think like what i've like starting to realize like you know holding on to shit and like pity that doesn't do shit but like fuck with you you feel me like because the other nigga cannot give a fuck and like you just the only nigga that's mad exactly like if i could sit up here and you know call jay-z a dickhead till my lungs hurt 
He, he don't give a fuck. He a billionaire. You know what I mean? Exactly. Bro, yeah. I, my bad. But I just hate when people are like, they like talk shit about like billionaires and shit and like call them stupid. Cause I'm like, nigga, that nigga has 500 million times more money than both of us combined. And you trying to call this nigga stupid. <laughs> you trying to call, that's like really all I'll be thinking. I'll be like, how the fuck could you like, like, especially people with Kanye, bro. Like, they be calling them crazy and a whole bunch of other shit. I'm like, bro, like, this nigga is literally, like, a billionaire. Like, I mean, fuck that. Fuck that. He's a billionaire. You feel me? Like, how the fuck can you, like, how can you say this nigga is stupid? Like, I don't care what this nigga has done. I don't care if he just went on the news and was butt naked. This nigga is a billionaire. Yeah. And he's not a can't be stupid. He can't be stupid. And he's not a trust fund billionaire. Like he's not like you know what I'm saying. Like a uh, well, I ain't gonna put nobody's name out there because you know what I'm saying niggas niggas hate billionaires. So, but he's like from the south side of Chicago, like poor. You know what I'm saying? Like and became a billionaire. Like he's not one of these like here's my parents handing down money. You know I made some of it. Like even them niggas are smart. Like Trump is still a smart ass nigga. But I can understand where you can, where a person can be like, that's not fair. They had parents. Kanye didn't have no parent money, not to the, not to the extent of being a billionaire. You know, he may have got an allowance, but like, not <laughs> to be a billionaire. You feel me? So I don't feel like that's why when people call him crazy and shit, I'd be like, he a billionaire. Like, there's no way you can be a dumb billionaire. Like, it's I mean, just, there's no way you can be a, a sane billionaire. Yeah. Like. And you could be a oh. dumb millionaire. I believe you could be a dumb millionaire. Yeah, yeah. But being I feel a, like it's easy to get a million. Yeah, but to to millions to billions, like that's that's not, crazy. That's hard. And people don't understand how Bro, like I was listening to a Jay-Z song. This nigga was like, he was like, um 10% of a billion, something they ain't never gonna see. And I was like, I was thinking, I was like, what the fuck is 10%? Of it? I was like, damn, that's fucking a hundred million dollars. <laughs> Cause at first I was like, that's 10 million. I was like, no, nigga, that's a hundred million. I was like, a billion is hella, nigga. And it's like you get to a hundred million, you like, bro, I'm rich, but it's like you only 10% to a billion. That's crazy. You only point one of a billion. <laughs> like <laughs> that's crazy. And and that's why I feel like people don't really like. Like it's crazy how much hate there's there is in the world when love is a natural feeling. Like, because I listen to this Mike Tyson thing, bro, and like, you you should listen to this. It, everybody should listen to this. Mike Tyson and Boosie Badass, little Boosie, right? They're like two totally conflicting. Like, they're just at two different stages. And you, like, I feel like Mike Tyson, from the way he was talking, was like at Boosie stage at one point, but he grew past it. So it's almost like. It's just a crazy conversation, but like what Mike Tyson was saying, he was, and this is coming from Mike Tyson, like the scariest nigga damn near to walk the face of the planet in the last hundred years. Like just as far as like the stigma, just the way he looked, like he was like, he was just a, he was a maniac. And coming from him, he was like, I'm just playing, I'm just playing, I'm just playing, I'm just playing. Coming from him, (laughs) coming from him, he was just like, there's just like everybody just wants conflict when there's so much love and love is free. And that's really the the biggest thing. Because, you know, when when you like you think about getting rich, it's like 
it really usually only boils down to one thing. You just want people to love, or not, maybe not rich, but like, you, it's like when you want to be famous or something, you just want people to love you. Or like, even when you get rich, you want to buy things for people. You want to be able to take care of your family so they love you more or so they don't like turn on you. And it's so crazy how like so many people are searching for love through money, through materialistic things, through all these other things, acting like somebody else when it's like, you can get love so easily and so naturally by just being a person. But that's so hard to say is true. That's so hard to say is true because we live in such a wicked society where there's hate everywhere. Like you go on TikTok, like people are hating people that they've never met. And it's crazy. Like you're, you're you like people hate Elon Musk to death you never even had a conversation with Elon Musk. You never had a conversation with Kanye West. You never had a conversation with Jay-Z. And it's crazy how people just 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 go straight after hate instead of going after love first. Yeah, bro. Like the internet might have been like the thing that ruined the humanity. But um yeah, I mean like it's sad people wanna like latch on to these negative feelings that make them vibrate at a lower frequency at a lower vibration then like it probably ultimately does to the other person and um you know I was thinking about something else today and like it was like because of COVID and like how the whole thing was like whether you should prioritize keeping yourself healthy or prioritize like the health and safety and well-being of like everybody else and I was just thinking I was like if everybody like really like adopted the I'm going to make sure I'm healthy I'm not sick and everybody really I'm like that's the best one because not only is you know you not getting nobody sick you're healthy too so you feel me like you won't get sick there's nothing to spread yeah, there's nothing to spread. And I was thinking about, I was like, why would, you know, like, I, I was like, that. it just doesn't make sense, like, how they're telling you, like, not to give a fuck about yourself. And I was like, that's kind of, kind of like, damn near how, how just, like, life is trending. Like, mm-hmm. people are stop, starting to just not give a fuck about themselves. And, like, that's why you see all these people doing drugs and shit and all this. And, like, you know, you had brought this up a couple of weeks ago and, like, when you was talking about, like, is there, like, really a such thing as freedom or free will or anything um, with the weed? And I was thinking about, I was like, everybody wants weed to become legal. And, like, I'm not against it becoming legal at all. I think all drugs should be legal. But I'm just thinking, I'm like, what would that really do to people? You feel me? Like, like, again, I still think it should be legal because niggas should, at the end of the day, like, have their own, like, it should be up to them. But I'm just thinking, I'm like, damn, like, people already barely go outside. If you got weed, like, people are so out of touch with their feelings already. Mm-hmm. And weed is, like, the type of drug to where, like, you can use it daily and still be functional to an extent 
So you won't have to like, like alcohol, you can't drink every single day and not have like serious fucking problems. Yeah. As far as like with your health, like your liver, like your livers will get fucked up. Like you feel me? Like you might get a cough from smoking, your lips will turn a little black or whatever, but like you will still be able to go to work. And that's like really all niggas care about is keeping the economy running. So I'm just thinking, I'm like, damn, like, people already barely feel anything. And then you make this drug legal to where, like, you smoke it. You can be high for literally the whole day off smoking once. You, It's like people aren't going to be feeling shit, like, ever. Like, I know, like, ever since I started smoking back fucking my junior year of high school, like, you know, it's kind of like in a way helped me like shield myself from harsh realities. I don't want to like, you know, come to um, tunes with or whatever, if that makes sense. Like, you know, it, it's kind of like helped me like get past shit to where like I don't really deal, deal with it. I just like it's kind of like I just walk past it, but like all that baggage just stays with you and like the drugs, like and this any drug, whatever your vice is, it might be your vice might be fucking bitches or or fucking eating junk food or whatever. It's different for everybody. But like, you know, it's just like you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. I I was gonna say one thing, like uh kind of relating back to my point, but you touched on it earlier in your point but honestly I I kind of forgot what you like the whole thing that you said but um I think I think a lot of it oh yeah yeah about the COVID stuff like about how people told you about take care of other people or like make sure you're looking out for other people I feel like so many people just lack like love and confidence in themselves that they seek it in others and I've noticed this a lot with like not girls, but just like, just like any relationship that I have where I'll see a person who like, who needs that like boost from other people to feel how they need to feel or feel whatever. And it, like, it, like those girls who always need to be in a relationship. Yeah. And that to <laughs> me is just another drug. Like to me, love is like a drug. Because, it's the worst one. Yeah. Because it's and not, not love and attention and like, anything that boosts your ego becomes like a drug because like uh this is like kind of embarrassing but fuck it like i'm a real ass i was looking i was on reddit one day this is like like a month two months ago and i was looking at this girl right and you feel me i ain't gonna say what the girl was but basically she was doing something you know i'm saying that she wasn't too proud of at first but then she was like the attention on here just kept me going like i just love the attention and I feel like, and this relates back to the COVID, I feel like when people don't give their self enough attention and don't give them, or don't have enough love for themselves, they have to get it from this external source, which it, a lot of times it could be, you know, oh, I need to look good. I need to post pictures on Instagram or, oh, I need to look like a super good person. Cause like, it'd be the nicest people who be the dark, have the darkest soul. They'll be so depressed. You know, like the nicest people will kill themselves. And it's like, you understand that now 
they just been nice or they just been looking good or they've been doing this thing, you know, helping out the community or, you know what I'm saying, doing this for a cause just because they don't, first, they don't feel like they have a cause. But second of all, because they feel like they need somebody to be like, good job. And now that I'm like, because I still feel that way. Like, I definitely still feel like outside validation is necessary. But as I try to grow from that, and like, you know what I'm saying, really become more confident. It's like, it's you start to realize how much you just needed that from outside sources. Like how much I feel like I needed, oh, like especially in high school, oh, that's a nice fit. You know what I'm saying? Or that's this or that. But it's because there's something, and I haven't found it yet, but it's just because there's something that that's in there that makes you feel like you need that certain compliment or you need that certain, you know what I'm saying, level of validation. Nah, that's facts, and it's like, I don't know what it is, I don't know if it's just like a inherently human thing, or if it's something that's learned, but people just care so much about, like, what other people think about them, and, like, I was, I was thinking about, I think we was talking about this, like, you know, a lot of people, like, they say, like, they have these dreams, this shit they want to do, yada, 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 and, like, the only thing that be stopping them is, like, how other people look at them or, like, how other people think of them, yada, yada, yada. And, like, when you really think about it, like, the niggas you're around today, you probably won't be around them in two to three years. So, like, you really stopping, like, what you want to do, which is basically, in a way, dictating the course of your entire life because of niggas you're not even going to see nor talk you probably don't even talk to the niggas now you probably don't talk to 80 percent of the niggas now yeah just look at high school like look at how many niggas you actually talk and and not only how many you talk to but how many people you actually give a fuck about from high school for real look on it's like three niggas for me maybe (laughs) it's like that's like me being on the safe side (laughs) <laughs> these are niggas that I thought I was gonna like fucking no no homo shit like obviously but I mean I ain't gonna say no homo because everybody you know what I'm saying I'd be proud of myself if I was anyway you should too but I thought I was gonna like be older with these niggas like with my friends that I had in middle school or like high school like, I thought like even if it was you was gonna be hey, fucking basketball at the park nigga didn't even fuck with me in high school who you yes I did nigga nah. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, he he said he didn't fuck with me till like he got older. He was too immature, like when he was younger. Nigga, please no. <laughs> uh, when I first seen no, nah, when I first had class with you, I was like, bro, no, nah, I don't know if I had class with you, but I just seen you like around in ID, and I was like, this nigga loud, and like I'm like I'm not loud at all, and I hate when people are loud like that or like just you feel me, just extra. And I was like, bro, I don't fuck with this nigga at all. <laughs> Bro, yeah, he was on some racist shit, but we got him out. But <laughs> no, nah, but um, yeah, bro, it's just like sad to see like, you know, people like dreams be crushed like slowly. Yes, bro. So in 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 like so slow. It's so crazy because I was thinking about this yesterday while I was, I don't know what I was doing. I think I was like working out or something. But I was like, it's crazy. Like when people say the only person that can stop you is you. Oh my god, like, bro! I was wow. literally just thinking about that today. I was like, thinking, I was like, damn, because I was thinking, I was like, it it was either today or yesterday, 
it might have been like yesterday because I wanted to go skate, but like I'll get in this habit like usually like when I get off work, right when I get off work, that's like my peak productiveness. Cause like I just got off. I'm trying to do shit. Like that's when I want to do all my work. That's when I want to go skate. That's when I want to do whatever. But like if I take like any time and like try and chill for a little bit and like smoke like once or anything, like my whole day will be ruined. I'll be like, I'll just sit down and like not get up for like three hours. And like, like that shit was happening to me today or not. I think it might've been yesterday. And like, um, I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, I was sitting on the couch and like, I wasn't really doing shit. And I was like, I was just talking to myself in my head because like, I'll be like, I'll be abusing myself in my head because I know I don't be doing enough. But um, I was basically like, I was like, um, all right, so what you gonna do today? Nah, shit, just gonna sit on this fucking couch and look at this damn TV again. And I was like, and, and what 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 excuse you gonna come up with today? You ain't got no shoes. I was like, nah, you got you got new skate shoes. You just got got these skate shoes. You just got a new deck. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, why didn't you make a beat yet? What excuse you gonna make? You you just got this fucking um this uh portable hard drive. I was like. And I was like, man, like, I just, like, looked at myself in the mirror. Oh, I have, like, this new, I got this beard roller, and I'm trying to, like, get my full beard together. And I was like, um, man, I don't feel like, like, really doing my beard routine yet. Like, literally the second or third day I'm doing this shit. And I'm like, nigga, you just, bought, you just spent money on this. Like, you got it. Like, why don't you want to do it? And, like, I looked in the mirror, and I was just like, man, like, all the cliches like from what when we was young they just like all are starting to make so much sense i was like i'm like bro this shit is so real because like i was looking at mirror and i was like i just thought of like the cliche was like you are your own biggest enemy or like i was like bro like i'm telling you i was like the only nigga who's stopping me from doing anything right now is myself and i was like Bro, and I was just thinking about, it. I was like, if I don't succeed, if I fail, if I let this moment pass because I was too scared or I waited too long or whatever, like, at the end of the day, 20, 30 years from now, like, who am I going to have to blame? I'm like, myself, because I'm literally being my own demise right now. And, like, it's good we realize it, but at the same time, it sucks because, like, yeah, we realize it, so we we at the first step already, but that doesn't make the hurdle any shorter that we gotta jump. You still gotta do it. Yeah, you still gotta jump the hurdle. Exactly. We just see, we just know there's a hurdle there. And like I look at these other people and like the ones who we was talking about earlier, like people that get to live in the moment, you know, and it's like they they're too busy with the noise. See, it's like how I look at it life is full of ads you know a bunch of shit that's in the way it's just a bunch of noise and we're past that we're finally at the first step we see the hurdle we just see it and everybody else they're still busy like with the noise they're still getting past all these ads seeing all this new shit and it's like you know 
it's hard for us because we still feel like we're not, we don't have the resources. We're not experienced yet enough yet or whatever. Maybe don't got, you know, whatever it is to be able to jump that hurdle yet. But so that means we're still stuck in this fucking commercial space with all these ads and we can't even enjoy it because we're just staring at this, this fucking hurdle. Whereas everybody else, they're just, they're, they get to focus on the noise and they don't even got to mentally worry about, you know, this, this fucked up thing in front of them. And, you know, like, I'll just bring that up because like, it, like you said, we, all these cliches for us, like, they're like starting to click now. I'm like, yeah, that's good. They're starting to click, but that doesn't make completing the task any much easier. So it's like, it's almost worse because, now, if we fail 20, 30, 40 years from now, I can say, man, I was literally having these same conversations with myself 20, 30 years ago, and I was still too pussy to do anything. Yeah. You, you know, one thing, you know, I think, I don't know if I told you on, told you this on the phone or if it was on the pod that got deleted, but, you know, like one of the reasons why I run so much now is just because. I really be having to fight demons like while I'm running. And it's so crazy because I'll be running and, and you know, like this how this how I'll start off. I'll start if especially if it's at night. During the daytime, it's it's different battle. So it's not as hard. But like at night, I'll start running down the hill. It's dark as fuck. Like Reno's a pretty dark city compared to like Vegas. Well, every city is dark compared to Vegas, but like it's dark at night. <laughs> I like fucking rattlesnakes and shit. It's like, it's, you know, they got animals out here. So I start running. I'm like, first, it's like, okay, I'm scared because I'm running at night. Like, you feel me? I, Reno's like, Reno's a crazy city at night. They be having hella meth heads and shit. So, and, and I go downtown. So I'll be running. And at first, I'll tell myself, okay, I'm going to just cut through the school. Or I'm not going to cut through the school, but I'm going to just go around the school so I can stay safe, right? And then once I get there, I'm like, nah. I'm not gonna, I'm just gonna run the full thing. So then I keep getting scared. Then it's like, oh no, I don't wanna, you know, this shit's getting hard. So then I'm going against that. And then it's like you get to a point where now I'm actually downtown and I'm like, damn, what is my chasing me? Oh, I have my earphones on. I can't hear nobody coming up to me. I gotta, you know what I'm saying? So it's crazy, like, and now I'm able to recognize it. But as you said, it doesn't make the run easier. It almost and sometimes it makes it even worse because I'm able to clear the thought, but then here comes a right another one right there. And I'm like, like sometimes I think like if I was if I just didn't think I would be able to like be on autopilot mode and just do this shit. Like exactly. for Collins, for instance, if I wasn't if I wasn't consciously awoken and I wasn't like in my body and like the NPC was kicked out. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have a problem with just going to class and just doing this shit. Right. If I like, question society so much, I would be, I would be completely fine with going to oh, school. Oh my I'm God. Like, yeah. Like you, it's like, you know, my, my dad said this to me the other day. He was like, you're just, you're just too smart. Like not, and I don't mean this to be like boastful or anything. Like I'm not, I, like, I don't really think I'm like super smart because there's so much that I have to learn, but like, it's not that I'm it's not that I'm too smart. It's just that I'm a thinker and I think about everything. Like I think about why I'm doing something all the time. Like there I feel like whatever I do, I feel like there needs to be some type of 
benefit or some type of like rationale for why I'm doing it. That's why like I hate dumbass jobs because like fuck that. I'm not gonna just be doing shit just to do shit. But anyways, yeah, I feel like whenever since since I'm so conscious and since I'm just I think so much. I question a lot. And when I question a lot, it's hard to just keep going because to everything in life, there's a duality. There's a positive and there's a negative. And if you think too much, you can find either. You can find the positive in everything or you can find the negative. And if you already don't want to do something and you're already and you're overthinking it, you're going to find the negative and be able to list so many negatives. So you just like, fuck it, why would I do it? And that's why it's kind of, it's, it's very dangerous, but I feel like, and this is what I'm kind of banking on. Hopefully in the future, this outweighs the little shit that I'm like passing up now because I am thinking about how useless that shit is. You feel me? So I, I feel like that's, if anybody else is struggling with that, like you're struggling with the idea of like, should I do this or should I do that? I feel like whatever fits your big term goal is more important than, and this is just me. Now I'm not, I'm not really nobody yet. But like, focus on what's gonna make that big picture get painted, then focusing on the little tiny picture that you're working on right now. Because at the end of the day, the present is the shortest amount of time that we have. The future is the longest. So you might as well focus on the future rather than the present, in my humble, humble, very humble opinion. That's facts, that's facts, that, that was what I said. But um, yeah, yeah, like, like we were saying, bro, like, Bro, it's just like sometimes I wish I I wasn't such a thinker or I didn't think as much just so I could fall in line and just like make it easier for myself, you yeah. know. But because like like that's what I've really been realizing. Like I kind of thought like being woke, like it was just like easy, like, oh, you know shit now. You just gotta tell other niggas the shit, and then everybody gonna be woke. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and it's like I'm like kind of like really like like learning what this path like really is, and it's like it's it's the low road less traveled, and it's like you know in life there's two games you can play. You can either play the the easy mode autopilot mode game and that's the what game everybody play you know it's um it's the game that's easy it's the game that you know you do all the the stuff everybody else does all the safe stuff you on the safest routes and you know you just make sure it, it's the safest option and then like there's the other side and it's like real life mode it's like the gta mode where you have one life if you die you you are dead so, you know, like we're playing in that way now because we're on this road less traveled. We got to do literally damn near everything the wrong way because the right way has been tainted by everybody else in society. And that's why, like, I've been thinking, you know, just to circle back around to what I brought up earlier, like, I've been thinking about, like, is there, like, really a such thing as like right and wrong because I've been like trying to step back from myself and like what I think and I was just thinking and like you actually bring this up oh nah yeah this is what I wanted to bring up and we can like hold on wait hold on let me end this and then start another yeah 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 but um 
just real quick. Yeah, we can talk about this more on once we come back, but like you said, is it is it greater to be feared or loved? And you know, like you said earlier, like there's always a duality with everything. So it depends like what you want. But like when you think of God and the Bible and religion, what's the first thing they say? God fearing, like the fear is there before the love. Mm. You love them because you fear them so much. Yeah. Because you're so powerful so much. It just made me think, like, you know, you know, it just made me think, like, if if this is like the the symbol of all goodness, all righteousness, why are we supposed to fear that? Yeah. Wait, hold on. 